Now you're listening to Lights, Camera, Whatever by Ray. Guys, welcome back to episode three for Let's Talk About Shoe. This is Lights, Camera, Whatever. My name is Teacher Ray, and we are happy to have you back. Now, we're going to keep going into the juicy, juicy, taboo questions that we don't really talk about in publicly, but we, you know, we really, really thinking about these questions. So let's jump right into it. Number one. Here we go. Remember, this is episode three. Let's Talk About Shoe. It's on Netflix, and it has English subtitles. So when parents stop giving you money and you have no job experience, what is the first job you would try to take? Uh, if it was me, and this sounds like a situation like high school or college, I would try to find something that would be a little bit correlated to my interest. Actually, I would try to connect it with my interest. Or it would have to be a job that's not going to kill me. <laughs> um, I think like Walmart or Lowe's. We have a Lowe's. Walmart. Well, Lowe's is kind of similar like in Taiwan to like it's a store called Taliu. We have like a Lowe's and Home Depot. I super love Home Depot. I go in Home Depot all the time for literally no reason at all just to walk around. Um, so I would maybe get a job like that. But if I had no experience and my parents just stopped giving me money, I would probably say like a shoe store. Um, you just need to be good at selling shoes. But I really, really, when I was little, loved baseball cards or baseball. So it would be something that I could really kind of discuss with customers and be interested in. Remember, the question is, you have no job experience. You just literally kind of been a student all your life. And your parents was like, hey, I want you to grow up. Right. I know in the States it's like, OK, 18, bye bye. But now it's kind of changed. Like people are staying at home from 25 to 30 because it just just makes more financial sense. So if your parents stop giving you money, and I hope you guys leave your comments out there, um, and you have no experience, what is the first job? For me, Teacher Ray, it would have to be correlated with my interest. Um, if it's like some, but it's like an internship, you're not really earning if it's an internship, right? So you should do something. Now, if it's like McDonald's, guys, let me tell you a secret. I worked at Burger King for one day and I quit. I could not take it. I was in high school. I think I was like high school or early college, I think. My friend was like, hey, we need like extra staff. And I worked at Burger King. When I had to take out that trash and like cook this like this fries and everything, it drove me. I said, I can't do this. And it's not about Burger King. It's just about the process. Like, I, you know, I'm a person who like has a lot of education. I wanted to use my brain and I'm in here making fries. And I just wanted to make a little bit of money. I took that one day check and was like, I'm out of here. I can't do this. And I told my friend, sorry. I said, you're going to have to find somebody else. This is just not the life for me. Uh, my parents did give me a little bit of an allowance, but I wanted to like take some responsibility. Right. So that was my that's my little secret to you guys. I, I worked one day in Burger King and actually quit. And I just I just couldn't do anymore. Now, the next question. Uh oh. After your partner stops giving you love and their phone is buzzing all the time, nonstop, do you check their phone or ask them to check it in front of you? If this, okay, this is a new, because there's some questions on here, guys, I couldn't really, you know, put on the radio. But if you go to my, if you go to the YouTube, we have all the questions and YouTube shorts, all the questions. I'm just covering some of the questions here. So you got to go to the Lights, Camera, whatever YouTube channel to check all of the questions. These are just some of the questions. Let me remind you. Um, guys, 
if my partner stopped giving me love and I and I, I don't want to force my partner to make love to me. I would never force my partner to make love to me. That is just a choice that we have to naturally come to and it has to be a natural moment. Um, but if they stop completely for like months and months and months and didn't even like give me any intimacy or any kissing or any hugging or any cuddling and their phone is like buzzing all the time, I'm going to say, hey, like I won't say like, OK, let me be honest. I have to say, who is that? Because <laughs> this is super weird. It's very weird. It's like, what in the world is going on? Um, you're not giving me any attention and your phone is buzzing all the time. You're not texting me like at work. You're not texting me that you miss me, you know, and I don't need you to text me all the time that you miss me. I mean, it would be good to have an occasional check in. Like, remember, guys, I'm a cancer. I like romance. I like intimacy. I like connection. So if there's just no connection and there's no anything and your phone is mess, just buzzing all the time, and then you don't check it. You just kind of say, oh, you know, gongzuo, gongzuo. It means like work, gongzuo. Is it work? It's work. Don't worry about it. I'm going to say no. Show me show me who's that because it's a little bit too much. Now, remember, this is connected to the show, and we cover the psychology of life and love through the film and drama. We are not talking about the actual characters or what's going on. We're just extracting here. We are the extractors, right? If that's a Marvel movie, we are the extractors. So if it was me, I would say, hey, um, who is that? Who's this person that keeps contacting you? That's not work. I don't believe it. And if they open it and it's not, you know, what I think, okay. But I'm going to say the next question is why you don't give me any intimacy anymore. That's my, I'm this coming right next to it, right after that, because it's going to say it's a little bit weird. So if your partner stops giving you love and their phone keeps buzzing nonstop, do you check their phone or, or ask them to check it in front of you? I won't check it. I will say open it in front of me. Let's look at it together. Let's see who's busy contacting you on a Saturday afternoon. Buzzing, buzzing, buzzing. It must be something related to work. Right. <laughs> Lying to yourself. Now, next one. Oh, this is this is this happened plenty of times to me in high school. Uh, what if the person you were planning to hook up with was not the same person as the photo on the profile? Oh, guys, I would literally just say bye bye. This is weird, guys. I mean, they have given you and it's weird because they like you. Congratulations. They like you. They think you're handsome or beautiful, but they have literally put a photo of somebody else and they've collected photos of other people pretending to be someone. They are weird. Please run away. Get on those Usain Bolt shoes, go to the Olympics and run far away from this person because that is that is just weird. They call it catfishing, right? Um, you're, you're, you're basically going out there, you know, attracting people with someone else's picture <laughs> and it's not you. And you know they're going to see you. You know they're going to eventually meet you and you say, hey, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's just a photo. Guys, please run away full speed. Just run. Like just run cuz this person is a freak. This is weird. And you should you should you shouldn't even have a conversation. Don't even get in a car. Just run, right? If you were planning to hook up with a person and you guys kind of been chatting, you know, like hey, this is you. Even you had like a video uh, a voice call, not a video call obviously. You had a voice call, audio call. You did a FaceTime audio, right? And they sounded great. And then when you meet them in person, it's like, who in the world is this? They probably got one strand of hair on their head, you know, like, and you, they had a full head of hair in the picture. Don't do that, guys. Now, the next one. If your partner is not giving you the action you deserve, would you try Tantra? Okay. 
Um, guys, listen to this. There will be a Chinese translation for that, for Tantra, because that's a tough word. Um, but for the English speakers, uh, no, I would not. I would not try Tantra. I'm sorry. I wouldn't try Tantra. I, I think I would just openly communicate with them and say, hey, um, we're not, you know, we're not like we used to be. We're, I'm not saying like we have to have it, but we had a little bit of like, you know, consistency and frequency occasionally, you know, uh, what's going on, right? I'm a person who likes to be open to talk, right? Open to discuss, right? I, I want to discuss with you. But if the person is not giving you like any action you deserve, um, you know, and when I say deserve, I mean like a little bit of something, right? I'm not talking about every day, all day, right? But I'm talking about guys, you know, just some attention, right? Some, some love, I miss you. Can I hug you? Can I take care of you? Anything you need? Like when it gets to that point, when they stop asking questions or stop being interested in you, guys, that is a massive, massive, massive red flag. But for personally, Teacher Ray will not try Tantra. I will not try Tantra. I think that's like, if you're single, maybe that's okay. That's okay if you're single um, and you want to try it. That's okay if you're single. But if you're in a relationship and you go try Tantra and you're like, you know, bonding and connecting with this other partner, you might even fall in love with that other partner. And then you're really in trouble. You're really messed up. You are in a huge mess. So for me, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. Um, if your partner is not giving you the action you deserve, would you try Tantra? Teacher Ray says, no, I could not do that. Sorry. Um, but if you're willing to try, I've got, I'm not a judger. If you want to go out there and try Tantra, go ahead and try it. Do whatever you want to do. It's your life. Next. Could you date someone who was a professional or part-time hair wax remover? <laughs> oh, uh, hmm, I'm quiet. Let me let me take my sip. When I take my sip, it's very serious. <sighs> very serious. Um, guys, do you know what that is? A hair wax remover means it. Okay, if it's on the leg, guys, I know you've seen it like these people, but they don't just do the underarms and the legs. They're doing all the private parts. Um, I I would be a little bit okay. Let me let me think about this. Okay. If there was a hair wax remover, that means they're looking at a lot of guys and girls, you know, things all day. Right. You know, literally a whole day. Like, you know, but they're not. I mean, I, I, no, I. OK, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. This is tough. Uh, I could be friends like because <laughs> if it's like your partner, you would be thinking, like, oh, I'm going to work. It's like, oh, you're going to remove hair from private areas like <laughs> that's not work yeah yeah you're getting paid for it, but i could be friends with a person but i it, to, to take it really deep 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 i would be a little bit uncomfortable i wouldn't say no you can't but if it depends if you're dating someone who originally started out like that and that's how they started and you knew that don't be angry but if you started dating someone and they weren't that and then they decided to do it i would be a little bit suspicious you know after a while so could you do it? Please let me know. We got to know your comments. The next one. Oh, this is crazy. Would you be comfortable having sex with someone whose drawer is full of condoms? I couldn't. I mean, come on, guys. If their drawer was full of condoms and they opened the drawer, was like, get a condom. And when they opened it, it just literally rained out like a, <laughs> what do you call it? Like a waterfall. Like it's just so packed. No, I couldn't. I couldn't. I would be like, 
Um, it depends. If it's like a one night thing, even then I would be like, hey, it's a little bit too much. That's a little bit too crazy, right? Like you, are you doing it like 20 times a day? Like, you know, like, what is this? Like, I, I, I would be, I, and also you might be in the moment. You might be ready to like, you know, jump into the ocean, make it happen, right? But if they, you open the drawer and it just came like a waterfall, like, whew, all over the floor you're just looking like wow your drawer is raining with condoms um i couldn't guys i would not be comfortable at all i would not be comfortable i would be like you are what are you like a like a prostitute or something like are you a professional this is weird like why do you have so much um like, <laughs> like why like it's super weird um so that's it for me i would say no i would be literally uncomfortable in that situation now guys that's just one of the questions so you got to go to the youtube because there's a lot more juicy questions and remember when you're watching the youtube shorts on lights camera or whatever you got to leave your comments that's exactly why they're there so you can leave the comments and okay next one okay so um if you knew you couldn't lose how much money would you gamble this is for the gamblers out there guys the only gambling i do teacher ray does is that I do the the guagua, I do the guagua, which means the scratch offs, right? I do scratch offs, and I probably won't spend more than five hundred NT, which is like a little, like a small amount of money, right? In USD, I'm, I'm, my brain is locked right now. I can't convert. Um, that's it. But this is for the gamblers out there. If you knew you couldn't lose, how much money would you gamble? And this is a part of the show, right? This is a part of the show. Remember, we don't talk about exactly what's happening in the show, which is extracting. So in the show, there's some gambling, right? So this is a question because, guys, some people are poker gods. I know that. I personally like blackjack. I'm a little bit okay in mahjong. Do not challenge me because if you challenge me, I will go practice and I will beat you. Um, but other than that, I like blackjack and I like tank. I don't know how to you know, translate that. I like the game tank. Um, it's a very basic, simple game. I don't need to do a lot of thinking. Um, but I would not gamble because gamble leads to addiction. Addiction leads to you taking money from your loved ones and your family if you don't have it. And it means you have to keep going and then you have to borrow. But the question, guys, th you know me. I like, I like to jump into psychological, right? The question says, if you knew you couldn't lose, how much money would you gamble? The reason why I asked this question is to branch it off, right? If you knew you couldn't fail, right, what would you do to succeed? If you knew you couldn't fail, what would be your next step? Right? Of course, I this is welcome to my my business English training. I'm always psychologically stretching my clients' minds because that is what is necessary. So first is that if you knew you couldn't lose, how much would you gamble? But I intentionally put this question to connect it to life. If you knew you couldn't fail, what would you do, right? What would you do if there was zero possibility to fail? And guys, I'm going to repeat that question because I think you guys don't understand the severity of that question, right? You don't understand the severity of that question. What would you do? If you knew you couldn't fail, 
I mean, just think about the possibilities. Think about what's going on out there, like like what you could do, what you could create, what you could achieve, because you won't fail, right? This is not just about the gambling, the money. Yes, I hope you earn, right? Because actually, I like to invest into the stock market, right? In Taiwan and U.S., that is a form of gambling. But it's kind of like, you know, if you just kind of say, guys, and just quickly say this, please invest your money. And just turn off the app. That's the only way for you to sleep at night. You know it's going to rise if it's especially the U.S. stock market. It's not. I'm not being patriotic, right? If the U.S. stock market crashes, that means the entire U.S. economy crashes, right? You know it's not going to crash. Go ahead and invest your things, the money that you're not spending. Stop buying these luxury brands and buy the luxury brand stocks, right? Like buy stocks, right? And let it grow. That itself is a form of gambling, but you know that gambling is going to have a return. But when you go out there to these backstreet, you know, underground, ga- like, yeah, if you have a little bit of money to waste, do whatever, because you're going to do it anyway, right? I'm not going to stop you, but I'm telling you not to do it, but you're going to do it anyway. But I'm, Teacher Ray is saying, please don't do it. But back to the success side, if you knew you couldn't fail, what would you do? I got to know your answer for that one. That is very, very critical. Now, next one, okay, what to do if someone sexy, talk about a woman, or handsome, talk about a man, keeps chasing you, but you are unavailable. Guys, I am a lover. So if I'm in a relationship with someone that I really want to be with my whole life, there will not be a second chance. That's it. Because I'm a person, and I'm going to say this many times, and you're probably going to say, yeah, Ray, we know. I'm a very sensitive person. So I'm a very cautious person, and I will meticulously select my partner. That means that I'm not talking about being picky. I will go through the process of learning this partner, being with this partner, learning what they want so that I can have a happy life with this partner. I'm going to put in the work to be with this partner. When you bring in that third party, you are ruining everything that you created. You are ruining all the processes that you had to make sure that you have a great relationship with your current partner. Now, if someone is sexy or handsome and keeps chasing you, you have to say back up. Because you're going to go with them and be with them and then someone else is going to come and you're just going to create a life of a vicious cycle of mess. So if you have someone that you really, really love and they are the one for you and let me look, guys, let me let me clearly say this before I go. Right. Look, when I say the one, there's a list behind that. The one for teacher Ray means that you can talk to them. You can communicate with them. The one also means that you guys can be together and just be with each other and be happy without things. It's not a materialistic relationship. You don't have to be taken to the nicest, fanciest restaurant just to be happy. Just uh, holding the hands and walking the park is happy enough. Just to be with them to hear their voice is happy enough, right? This is what I mean by the one. And you can openly communicate with them and discuss anything you want with them without always getting into a fight, right? That what I, that's what I mean, the one. So if you have the one, and sometimes, yes, they're a good kisser, they make a love, and you guys can openly communicate about what you guys both want, and you both can reach the mountain peak together in the best way that you both can. Together, mutually. It's not supposed to be one-sided. When I say the one, I mean that you mutually are together. And let me repeat this. Man and women have needs. Don't be selfish, guys. That's what I mean by the one. So let's kind of recap. Now, when you meet the one, 
you that's the one for you. So there should be no number two, right? If this is the one, how in earth could you have a number two, right? Because you've gone through the process, you know, of making this person the one. Now, when I say the one, I also mean that they actually love you too, right? And not that they're with you. Guys, let me reiterate. There's a lot of people that are with you because of certain reasons, but they are with you because they want to be with you, right? Please remember that. Now, let's do a recap. When parents stop giving you money and you have no job experience, what is the first job you will take? After your partner stops giving you love and their phone keeps buzzing nonstop, do you check their phone or ask them to check it in front of you? What if the person you were planning to hook up with was not the same as the photo on their profile? If your partner's not giving you the action you deserve, we all deserve good action, would you try tantrum? Could you date someone who was a professional, a part-time hair wax remover? Would you be comfortable having sex with someone whose drawer is full of condoms? Think about the waterfall. If you knew you couldn't lose, how much money would you gamble? And what to do if someone sexy or handsome keeps chasing you, but you are unavailable? That is episode three of Let's Talk About Chew on Netflix. This is Lights, Camera, Whatever. Please leave your comments. We need your comments. Your comments are our oxygen. This is Teacher Ray, and bye-bye.